Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, Scotty, Game 3 of the one-day series with Australia and England at the MCG. It starts 11.20 our time. You hear all the action on SEN, of yeah. course, with Jared Waitley and the crew. But our next guest is actually making his way to Manica because for the first time in a couple of years, we're excited to bring the Prime Minister's Eleven back for a four-day match against the West Indies, and our man is Ashton Agar. Ash, appreciate your time, mate. You looking forward to this one? I'm looking forward to this one, yeah. it's um, You know, it feels a bit weird missing a one-day game to, to go and play a different game. But really exciting to be playing some longer format cricket again. And, yeah, like you said, it's really good to have the Prime Minister's 11 game back. I think it's a good game for everyone. It gives some guys some really great opportunities. And, um, and it's always a good spectacle, I guess. What, what is the players' take on the Prime Minister's 11? So it used to be big. And then it's sort of, I mean, it's, I'm not sure whether it's from my point of view, it seems to have dropped off a bit. But for you, Ash, as a, as a player, do the boys hold it in high regard? Yeah, for sure. I think it's a really strong squad. Um, so there's a lot of really good players in the team and um, everyone's sort of out to, to have a really good game. Um, whenever you play with um, a bunch of really good players, everyone really wants to turn up and, and do really well and, and you want to win as well. So I think the game will be definitely hard fought um, and it's a pink ball game under light. So it's it's going to be tough work for, for both sides. So it'll be a good game. It certainly will be. And there's uh, some names that we know so well, of course, out of WA. Josh English will be the, the skipper of the team. Aaron Hardy's another one. Marcus Harris is a West Aussie. And, of course, he's on the cusp. Uh, he's in that squad, I think, for the first two tests. And yourself. It's actually a really nice squad, a good balanced squad. And, and bowlers are in for Mark Steckity, Michael Nisa, certainly uh, going well with the pill. Yeah, that's a really nicely balanced squad. Um, when you look at it that way, it's, a, it's basically an Australia A team um, in a lot of ways. A lot of guys are in really good form. You know, Steckity and, and Nessa have been making the ball talk. I'd hate to see what they're capable of doing with the pink ball um, under lights. I'm sure the West Indian batters aren't too keen to face those two together. And, and you're right, Ingo, um, a guy who hasn't actually had the chance to play a lot of cricket recently because he's been touring and not playing a lot for Australia. So he's he's really pumped to go and play some four-day cricket. And Aaron Hardy's a guy that just keeps impressing everyone. I think, you know, we forget that he's 23 years old and um, his cricket brain and his maturity is well beyond his years. So I'm excited to see what he can do too. What are we expecting from the West Indies, mate? I mean, they well, we all know they were an absolute powerhouse. They were f- fearful, uh, or fearsome, sorry. And uh, they were just... Brilliant to watch, and they've fallen off the radar, obviously, with what's happened over there with West Indian cricket. What are you expecting this tour? Well, it's hard to have any expectations. I think you're, the, the main expectation is you expect a, a good contest. Um, they're still a test team. They have some very dangerous players. They have some bowlers who can bowl really sharp. You know, Alzari Joseph is a beautiful bowler. Kimo Roach is experienced. Um, they also have Roston Chase, who's, a, who's an experienced off-spinner now as well and has played a lot of test cricket. And 
some guys who can be pretty damaging with the bat too. So, um, you know, they, they had a tough week last week, um, so the bowlers might be a little bit tired. But um, anytime you prepare for a test series, you want to put your best foot forward and go into the test series in some good form. Um, so I think it's an important game for them too. Where does this place you in regards to test selection, Ashton? And obviously, you know, Nathan Lyon has a hold on that spot, so to speak, but surely the finish line's coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. about... Especially when you're supposed to be a spinner. <laughs> oh, no. no Ashton Agar, where, where does it place Ashton you in regards is... to the selection of, of, of test cricket, long-form cricket? Where, where do you feel like you're sitting at the moment? Um, at the moment, I guess my, my opportunities sort of come in the subcontinent at the moment, but I, I'd love to be able to push, you know, for that um, guy that plays with Nathan Lyon or um, is the backup there. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit different in a way because I offer a little bit with the bat and in the field as well. So I sort of try and, I don't know, create my own sort of lane in that regard. I've always tried to contribute in all parts of the game and I guess it makes yourself as selectable as possible but um, you know Swepo's been bowling really well um, recently too and he was obviously the guy that played with Gaza. Um, he's one of my friends and a very good bowler too so I feel like me and Swepo are, are really well placed um, in that you know sort of position it's just up to the selection to see who they go with and um, like I said before you can do as play as well as you can yep. and just keep going. You've stepped away, of course, from this one-day game, which is today, of course, at the MCG. So we're talking Tuesday. 2-0 uh, up, dominant performance we saw, uh, of course, in the last game in Sydney. What's the motivation inside that group, do you know? I know you've stepped away for this last one day today, but what's the motivation? Is it to go 3-0 and just to continue? Yeah, absolutely. We want to win every game that we play, to be honest. Um it's a, it's a good team. It's guys who have played a lot of cricket together now. It's a team that um, loves playing together. Um, and we just want to win. Um, it's far more enjoyable doing that. You know, you, you have a better time, particularly when you're on tour a lot of the time. It's much easier um, when you're winning together. So the motivation is, yeah, keep winning, um, keep pushing forward, seeing how we can keep progressing our games and um, you know, going into whatever tournament it is we're going to next um, with wins under our belt. I think that's that's all we can ask for. And you want to put on as good of a show as you can for the fans and, and for the crowd. I think that's what we're there for. So we're doing our best to try and do that every time we play. Not sure how your interaction's been with uh, with other Australian players, but has there been? Can you see a, a hunger in many of the players who played in the T20? Uh, World Cup, even though it is a, obviously different formats coming up now, is there a, I guess a, a burning desire to reverse what happened there? Yeah, not not to um, reverse it, but um, you know we were we wanted to win the World Cup, simple as that, and the feeling was that we would. To be honest, after the last World Cup, the feeling was so good in the group, and even going to this World Cup, you didn't really picture. We never even thought about losing a game, to be quite honest. It was just like, how are we going to win this thing again and how are we going to have a great time whilst doing it? Um, it didn't pan out that way, but that's that's sport. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there was a burning desire to, like, righto, let's go. Let's just go again, use this opportunity against England to, to win a series again, to win more games and, and keep that sort of feeling rolling forward. It's, it's really important, I think, when teams win together and you get on that sort of roll. Um, it's quite an addictive sort of feeling and you start playing really good cricket. So hopefully this is the start of 
you know, really strong summer. Simon O'Donnell made a comment on Melbourne Radio yesterday morning about the, the reinvigoration and the, the, the change of style of Steve Smith. He's gone back and came up with a, a different style at the crease and, uh, as we saw, he saw the fruits of his labour with that amazing knock. Um, have you noted the change? Is it, is it that obvious that Steve Smith has sort of reinvented himself? Oh, I don't think he's no. I don't think he's reinvented himself at all. I think he's, you know, he's always been an amazing player. I just think you have to look at it with the lens of well, he was in and out of the T20 side recently, um, playing a much different role. Like T20 and one day cricket are worlds apart. There's so much more time in the one day game to go about your business, get into your innings, hit the ball on the ground, find the gaps. Whereas in T20 cricket. Um, he could come in at number three and sometimes he could come in at number seven. And either way, you're going to have to go pretty hard and, and move your body into positions that it doesn't like to be in, like for the more classical style of cricket. So I think now that he has the time to play some one-day cricket, get ready for test matches, he can play with a, a little bit more textbook style um, because he has more time to do that. Um, and it's certainly working really well. So I'm sure he'll probably take that into the T20s, but... Everyone loves seeing Steve Smith make runs. I know that I'm sure the public would be absolutely loving it. The boys are loving it. Like, he's just a joy to watch bat, to be honest. Yeah, it was absolutely outstanding. Hey, on yesterday's show, we spoke to Teague Wiley, who's about to captain WA's under-19s in the national championship in Adelaide. Um, he's 18. He doesn't turn 19 till August next year. Wow, he's an impressive unit. He is he is cricket. He's, his future he's in cricket. He's next Mr. Cricket. He's about, <laughs> he'll be the next Mr. Cricket. He's a nuffy of the highest order, but, boy, he admits it, and he's, uh, he's very, very smart. He obviously have had a bit to do with him through his WAE uh, sojourn so far. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. Um, he's, a, he's a young guy, full of passion, um, and he just loves cricket. I think you've summed it up beautifully as, as Mr. Cricket. Yeah, for sure. That guy just loves batting. Um, he could do it all day. He could definitely talk about it all day. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, he, he brings just a lot of um, youthful energy to the team. Um, he's willing to do whatever it takes um, for the team as well. So, And he works incredibly hard. So it's great to see him, you know, making runs. You know, he obviously got that 100 early in the year and that's, that's, that's fantastic for such a young guy, and um, I'm sure he'll be a really good leader as well for the under-19 team. It's really cool to have someone who gets that opportunity to play both for their state at the senior level and then also play under-19s because he'll have a bit more to offer now with that little bit of experience. So um, I'm excited for Teague. Uh, he just came off the, he, there on the SCG, of course, as we speak. Um, what do you think it's going to offer WA and New South Wales in the in the Shield game there over the next four days, which starts tonight? Yeah, hopefully um, a bit more of a traditional sort of SCG, like one of those old school sort of wickets would be really good. I think what we saw in the one day game, the ball was reversing from, you know, in the 35th over, even before then, because the square is very dry. I think a lot of wickets were used during the World Cup and... Um, it's a dry square, so if the ball hits any of that, it chunks up a bit. You'll see the ball reverse swing, um, and if the wicket's dry as well, spin will definitely come into the game later on. I didn't really pay much attention to which strip they'll be playing on um, when we were playing the other day, because you don't really think of that. There's plenty going on in your own mind, but um, I'd love to see that. Yeah, it's, it's it'll be great to see more wickets spin around the country, and I'm definitely biased towards that as a spinner myself, but... Um, you know, you don't often get the chance to play in conditions where the ball reverses and spins. So it's 
a different style of cricket and it'd be cool to see. Ashton, we really appreciate your time, mate. You're a star. We love watching you, and uh, good luck for a, a fantastic summer, but more importantly and, and, and sooner, uh, good luck for the Prime Minister's 11 taking on the West Indies at Monica this week, mate. Thanks very much for joining us on Scotty and Goss. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Cheers.